get more done this summer with a special loan rate from Northwest Bank. Buy a car, take a vacation, use the equity in your home for what you want. Northwest Bank's home equity line of credit special rate of 1.5% APR fixed for six months, then variable rate thereafter, currently 3.25% APR. This rate is available for a limited time to qualified borrowers. Stop in and, or call 1-800-678-4105 for details about the credit costs and terms. Visit www.nw.bank to apply online. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. And welcome everybody to another edition of the SDR Triple Option Podcast. I am Randy Cothran. Glad to have you along with us. Joined as always by the man, the myth, the Murph, TJ Murphy. Mr. Murphy, what's the word good word today? Randy, I got a few good words. Um knock knock. Who's there? Owen. Owen who? Nebraska is Owen one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a man, great way to start out a season, man, isn't it? that was the easiest bet ever. They were laying seven points at Illinois. Like, who on earth is Nebraska to lay seven points on the road at another Big Ten team? That was stealing. Hey, the train. You, you just called it, Randy. I told you, you the it. train would come by while we are doing I this. I mean, who are they to lay seven points on the road? In Illinois, their starting quarterback goes down during the game, and you still can't win. I mean, it's just comical watching Nebraska. Losers. Yeah, it is just comical. And, and one other thing, Randy, this is for our buddy Chase Huff. Oh, yeah, he had a birthday last, uh, was it Saturday, wasn't it, after the game? Yeah. 21. Chase Huff. Hopefully he's recovered by now. He said he was going to go play some golf, didn't he? I mean, his golf and maybe drink a oh, couple, that's what of, he does. couple of beers. Well, we know he's a good golfer. Oh, he is a great golfer. Equally bat. good football player, I would say. Speaking of Spirit Lake, another one they took from us his senior year, that state golf title. Ugh. So oh, let's not get into that. Yeah, no, well, we got to talk about it this first segment. We have to talk about that Spirit Lake game. And, you know, the rest of the season, we, you know, in terms of the RPI, which we hope we don't have to worry about for the playoff seating, but I guess we have to root for him from now on. We have to root for him to run the table. Well, I'll tell you what, very talented team. Of course, the Tigers dropping a 27-13 decision on the road at Spirit Lake to open the season on Friday night. And uh, I think we showed up for the game about a half hour late mentally. Uh, at least that's why I viewed it. The first half, they had kind of checked out. I mean, they weren't tackling. They weren't blocking. They weren't – I mean, nothing was working. And Spirit Lake took them a little bit to get going, but not near as long as it did us. They were able to jump out to that 15-0 lead. They go into halftime with a 15-0 advantage. We come out in the second half, and I don't know what happened. Mr. Hook must have lit a fire under some of them because that's what they told us after the game is that Hook made the comment that, you know, they're playing like they want to win. You're not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm not sure if that's exactly how that came out. I'm paraphrasing. but That's, I like, that's why I like that captain's video we do now. That's when, yeah. we, that's when we found that out. But they uh, – fired up and uh, came out ready to go and uh, had a huge play on about a 50-yard run by Teron Green around the right side with a masterful block downfield by Carter Petzenhauser, earning his money at that wideout position with a big play like that. And that's what freed. I think Teron's got the great speed. I'm not sure he would have gone more than about 20 yards, though, without that block. And he's able to bust it for 50. And then, of course, uh, we get a you know a nice uh, Campbell Wessels interception. And we stole the momentum in the second half. And we actually had a couple of chances to take the lead. One, we were down inside the you know two-yard line for two, two, three consecutive plays and couldn't get it in. And 
then, of course, we had another drive. We were about midfield and lost the ball. And that seemed to be kind of the swing back in Spirit Lake's favor. So, you know, trailing 15 to 13, we had a chance to take the lead twice with drives and just weren't able to punch it into the end zone. And then they, of course, scored again. And I think that just broke our spirit. Well, if you remember, Randy, at, at halftime, it could have been 18 nothing. Oh, they, they botched a field goal attempt and the pass into the end zone. I thought it actually got caught, must have gotten dropped from where we were sitting. It was kind of hard to tell. So it could have been 18 to nothing. At halftime, we had two first downs and maybe 40 yards of offense. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it was... We've watched a lot of this team play the last, uh, well, us be on the podcast now, uh, three and a half years or what have you, and over the years we've watched a lot of football. I don't think there's we've seen a worse half of football than that. No. No, and that's I guess that's uh, the good news is if they got that out of their system this early in the season, uh, things should be much better going forward. But, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, I was just going to say, you know, talking to Coach Ty about it, you know, he made a point, and it's the same thing you and I talked about a little bit off the air. It does you no good to come out in the first game of the season and blow somebody out. You always want to win, but a blowout win doesn't help you. A loss like this would have helped. It helps them a lot more mentally because they find out what they got to fix right off the bat. Uh, so I think that, you know, you never want to lose, but if you're smart and you can take things away from it that are going to benefit you down the road, as you recall, and we, we talked about this too, they um, – they lost last year's season opener against a very good Webster City team and went on to have one heck of a season. So one loss is not going to do us in. This team's much better than that. I'm looking forward to getting back on the field with the Dale this weekend. Yeah, 2018, uh, like we said in that captain's video, uh, Drew Tom's Mike Story, those boys, Chase Huff, they lost that opener to Spirit Lake here, a game at the Dale, a game they could have easily won but didn't. Um, so you just got to flush this one. It's not easy. You could tell the players and the coaches, they really put a lot into this game. They We don't like Spirit Lake. We want to go up there. They're cocky. Um, they've had a lot of success. It's a good measuring stick game. You want to go up there and you want to beat them, but if you want to go up and beat a team like that and a coach like Josh Beloit, he's one of the top 10 or 15 coaches in the state. That's why he's got two state championships and a couple other trips to the Dome to his credit. You got to go up there. You got to play a full 48, and we played about 24 minutes. Now, I liked when we came out. We came out of the second half, like you said, Randy. It was a great third quarter. It's 15 to nothing. That's when we got down to the goal line and got stuffed. It was 15 to nothing. So I guess that gave them momentum, but we were able to stop them. And then we had our high V drive of the game, which I will get into right now. That sounds good. Go right ahead. Let me find my thing here. So we had our high V drive of the game. Our Black Hills Energy, excuse me, our Black Hills Energy drive of the game. I apologize to that. We have a lot of sponsors here. It's hard to keep them all separate. Yeah. Our Black Hills Energy drive of the game. So we go down, we're down 15 to nothing. We get the ball back after that stand, and it is two plays, 55 yards. The drive starts with a five-yard run up the middle, B-back dive by Cadence Hoffmeyer. And then the next play, as Randy already alluded to, it's uh, it was the triple option to perfection. You got your quarterback, EJ. He rides the fake to Cadence Hoffmeyer. Everyone crashes down, pitches out to Tehran. Teron gets a great block downfield from KP. And Randy, um, Teron Green was the number one seed in the 100-meter dash in Class 3A state track. When he gets to the open field, see ya. 
Yeah, yeah, there's nobody catching. They tried. They gave a game effort. They tried to take the angle on him. But uh, you better have some rocket shoes on if you're going to catch that guy because he just flies, especially when he has open grass in front of him. Yeah, that, that, you're not going to catch him there. So that made the score 15-6, to 6, and that was our Black Hills Energy drive of the game. For more, than 50, for more than 75 years, Black Hills Energy has been providing safe, reliable, natural gas service to customers in northwest Iowa, and we'll do that for the next 70 years and beyond. Healthy, vibrant communities are our lifeblood. We partner with our communities and customers, providing the kind of energy that fuels those areas and the lives of those we serve. We're ready to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure, whatever it might be, because supporting your day today is our everyday. And we're always here, ready for what comes next. Black Hills Energy, ready to improve your life with energy. And again, that was two plays, 55 yards to Ron Green, 50-yard touchdown off the right side. So that got us some life, right? 15 to 6. And then, Randy, as you alluded to, we got the interception from Campbell. That got us down inside the five-yard line. We scored to get 15-13. We felt really good about ourselves, but unfortunately just couldn't overcome the uh, over, overcome the Spirit Lake that night. But still played a great game, I thought, and Spirit Lake just played a little bit better. Sometimes that happens. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with an interview with Coach Jim Ty. Hy-V is excited to sponsor season four of the SDR Triple Option podcast and a proud supporter of the Spencer High School Tiger football team. Shop at Hy-V on Grand Avenue in Spencer. Squire Shop in downtown Spencer is proud to support all Tiger activities. They have all your apparel needs for any sport or fine arts event. Whether you need a hoodie to stay warm at the football game or nice pants and shirt to wear to a concert or school play, they have it. Right now, for a limited time only, letter jackets made with genuine leather and wool are $245. The price includes name, year, and the sewing. Squire Shop would like to wish good luck to all of the students for the upcoming school year. At State Bank, providing our customers with a better banking experience is what we set out to do. For more than 35 years, State Bank has been a single-family, locally-owned organization dedicated to the well-being of the community and customers we serve in Spencer and Northwest Iowa. We're here when you need us. Go Tigers! Member FDIC. Hey, come play around at the Spencer Municipal Golf Course. Visit our website, spencermunigolf.com, for the remainder of the 2021 tournament schedule and for more information on off-season clubhouse and indoor golf simulator rentals. Also, play the remainder of the 2021 at a discounted rate with a second-half season pass on sale right now. Located in South Spencer, call today for a tee time, 712-580-7280. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We are now going to go to Randy's interview with our favorite tiger, the head tiger, Coach Jim Ty, and it's brought to you by Ascend Staffing. Whether you're an employer looking for great employees or an employee looking for a great opportunity, Ascend Staffing works for you. Our certified staffing professionals are ready, willing, and able to serve you. Ascend Staffing has been connecting people with opportunities in Spencer for more than 25 years. Call 712-262-9077 or stop by our office at 905 South Grand Avenue to see what we can do for you. Ascend Staffing, working for you. Habla su español. Coach Ty, uh, the season opener last week for you guys on the road at a very talented Spirit Lake team. We always know they're going to be athletic and good, well-coached. And uh, Tigers came out a little flat in the first half, but seemed to really pick things up in the second half. Yeah, we had a rough first half. You know, we just we, we just struggled to sustain anything, and field position was a problem. And, and defensively, I didn't think we tackled very well. And, and uh, you know, on offense, we didn't, you know, our... our 
We didn't block. I mean, it all, it's very simple. I mean, the game is uh, seems so complex to, in so many ways, but it's really kind of down to you know blocking and tackling. We didn't we didn't tackle well and we didn't block very well. Second half was better. I thought we were more physical, you know, and and uh, we were able to get a little better field position and do a little more with that. And we had the long run, but we you know, our, you know, our defense made some great plays for us to keep us in the game. And, and but then we kind of got a little sloppy again at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And, and so, you know, we just didn't play well enough to win, and they're a good team. But, uh, you know, the good news is, you know, we get another shot. And, you know, I think I've really liked our attitude in practice. I think we've had a good week of practice. And, and uh, we just all got to get better. And, and that includes me. I didn't I did not have a very good game on Friday. So uh, we, we will get there, and uh, we get another chance to compete, you know, against Mason City. Uh, guys had a couple opportunities to actually take the lead after going down, yeah. you know, 15 nothing, And then you drove inside, got inside the one for two plays uh, and just couldn't seem to push the guy. At least, I mean, it sure looked like you got across at least yeah. once. But, I mean, it's neither here nor there if the refs don't award it. So. Right, right. And, you know, uh, they have that option, you know, to if, if they feel they can get it in on a sneak and, and I think, you know, now that we've looked at the film and everything, I think they realize that we were too far out on the first – well, we were in the second down. Because first yeah. down, I think we got maybe uh, – and we got it down to about the three. And, uh, you know, it might look open there, you know, to uh, to the linemen and so forth. But our splits were our normal splits, and that makes it difficult to run the sneak unless it's a, you know – half a yard or something so um then the second one they thought they were in the third one definitely definitely wanted to sneak it was an inch and we just had some uh bobble snaps so you know we'll learn from that and and you know even you know the the special teams you know game you know uh we had a, a a punt that rolled and then a block in the back and you know instead of having it midfield we're at about the 25 so that changes a lot of things, and that's kind of how the night went, you know. And and, uh, and I, you know, we had uh, we had a lot of guys playing that played a lot last year, but like on offense, we only had two returning starters. And I think a lot of those guys got in the game, and it was physical right from the start, and it was hot, and you know, I, I think it, it was a kind of a. Uh, I don't want to say rude awakening, but it was, you know, and and we'll we'll uh, we'll get better, and th- th- I think they'll be ready to go this week. I think. Um, uh, what did you look at any of the players who had good games for you that you said, you know, these guys really, despite the loss, played yeah. a pretty good football game for us. Well, like Logan Huckfelt was very consistent on offense. You know, I thought he had a very sharp game. You know, I thought Carter played a pretty consistent game. All had around. that key block on Teron's yeah. run that was right. just phenomenal. And that run was a, it was a nice run by Teron, but that block is what sent it the whole day, the whole distance. And, and, you know, it's not that guys had uh, terrible games. You know, they were just real disjointed or inconsistent, I guess is the word I'm looking for. And and uh, so, yeah, you know, we had – there were some bright, bright spots. And, I think Campbell and, Wessels really shined for yeah, you guys too. Some good runs and some yeah. great defense. And you look at that, those are guys that played considerable amounts last year. I guess Logan – Logan played he, – he got in, but those other guys played a lot of high school football already. I mean, Carter's played a ton of it already, yeah. so – very good. So looking ahead to Mason City, you're both coming in. They had a loss to Fort Dodge last week, so you're both coming in looking for your first win here at the Dale on Friday night. Uh, what do you know about Mason City? Well, uh, we don't know as much as we usually do about teams because we've never played them, but we have the film from last week, and they have some talented players. They have some good skill kids. Um, the quarterback throws pretty well, and they've got a pretty good receiver. Uh 
you know, they, they seem to have changed a little bit from last year. They seemed a little more ground oriented last year. I could be wrong because we have limited film. We have a few films from from them, uh, their last year's games. But you know, uh, they got they have overall, I would say, pretty good team speed. Um, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know uh, if you know. It's just hard to say, you know. But Fort Dodge is, you know, they played Fort Dodge very competitively. In fact, I think they were ahead at halftime. I think it was 14-13 maybe, and uh, Fort Dodge ended up winning like 28 to 14, I think. But. Um, you know that's a big rivalry game for them. That, that that is their number one rival, I think, is Fort Dodge through the years. So um, we'll see. And we're, we love the fact that we're here and we get to play at Del Norton Field, and it's going to be a nice night. You guys, uh, the nice thing about playing a team as skilled as Spirit Lake, anytime you make a mistake or a miscue, they're going to it's yeah. going to be pointed out to you. So right. you had a lot to to be yeah. able to work on this week. Yeah, and I said that to the kids. I mean, if we'd had somebody we could have rolled over by 30, uh, we really wouldn't know what our flaws are right now. You know, we would, we'd, uh, and, and so, because we've had that, you know, and those years, like when we played Emmitsburg the first game and, and they were really good. Uh, I remember 2012, uh, they rolled us out here on Del Norton Field and we found out what our weaknesses were. We got some things fixed and we won the next week and we kind of got on a roll and we ended up having a really good year so we'll we'll figure it out yeah, as i recall last year you guys dropped your opener too yes, and certainly certainly had a heck of a season and that so. was a good and that was another good team that webster city they didn't lose again till the quarterfinals i don't think you know? so. well coach thanks a lot good luck friday night the crowd was really into it i think for both teams on last friday yeah. night but if they uh spencer fans turn out like they did last week they should give you guys a nice boost yep. too yep so yeah it was a great crowd i mean the, the students traveled well and and now we get to have the full crowd here at home which we haven't had since 2019 so that'll be fun mr b's flooring has you covered get it randy they're flooring they have covered okay mr b's flooring has you covered with a huge selection of in-stock products and displays you're sure to find your perfect floor at the best prices around stop in and see the professional staff at mr b's flooring where we would be happy to show you all of your best flooring options or visit us online at mrbflooring.com installation services and financing available. At Nelson Jewelry, our passion is making our customers' dreams a reality. You come to us to create something you've only imagined and it is our privilege to bring it to life. Each diamond or colored gemstone is carefully hand-selected and expertly set into each jewelry piece. We will provide you with the best quality craftsmanship while still being conscious of your budget. Our concern is to ensure that you are satisfied with every facet of your newest treasure. Nelson Jewelry, local, trusted, loved. South Park Mall and South Spencer is proud to be a sponsor of the SDR Triple Option Podcast for Tiger football games. We want to wish the Spencer Tigers a great game this week. The stores at South Park Mall are ready to help you find exactly what you need for your favorite game night. Warm jackets, hoodies, gloves, cushions for the bleachers, tailgating supplies. It's all here at 18 stores. Open at South Park Mall in South Spencer. Good luck, Spencer Tigers. At Vertical Marketing and Design, we can take your business to the next level with logo and branding design, advertising planning, and radio scripting. Vertical Marketing and Design, let us take you to the next level. Visit verticalmarketingdesign.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Randy Cothran, TJ Murphy. 
And uh, thanks to Coach Jim Ty for joining us on that special segment talking about uh, last week's game as well as the upcoming game this week. Uh, before we start talking about Mason City, we've got a little business to take care of as we recognize our Tiger of the Week. Yeah, we went with Cadence Hoffmeyer. Eight carries, 48 yards, and a touchdown. He also had one reception for 23 yards on a big third down play that led uh, almost to a score that led to the goal line stuff, unfortunately. But we went with Cadence Hoffmeyer. He is our High V Tiger of the Week. High V is excited to sponsor Season 4 of the SDR Triple Option Podcast and a proud supporter of the Spencer High School Tiger football team. Shop, out, shop at High V on Grand Avenue in Spencer. Thank you, TJ, and congratulations, Cadence. So let's turn to the page now. We're got Here that behind us. I am us. on the road again. We're looking to the turn new the new week. I always got to get TJ singing in there. Oh yeah, that's Metallica. So it doesn't sound like Metallica. It sounds like some country western song. Like but Bob Seger. Uh, well, there you go. Thank I w- you. I Mr. wonder producer. why, Mr. Producer. Anyway, uh, so Mason City coming to town this week at the Dale. I don't know if we've ever seen these guys before. Have we ever played Mason City before? No, and Taylor. Said that in our first uh, episode this year, we pl- we swim against them. I think that's about it. So I did some research, Randy. They are the Mason City Mohawks. Mohawks, we would say, is a hairdo. It's better than Orubs. Yes. Um, they have had zero winning seasons since since 2009. Zero winning seasons since Yikes. 2009. So that got me thinking. Mohawk isn't working for them. We should try some different hair crew cut. Let's try some different hairstyles for Mason City. And I listed a few here. Okay. We got the fade. There you go. Undercut. Something called the Pompadour. The Mason City Combovers. That would be good. I'd like the to Na- see that. Mason City Slicked Backs. Military. Buzz Cut. Crew Cut. Bull Cut. Faux Hawk. The Blowout. The Mason City Fringes. Side Part. Dreadlocks. Afro- Mason City Afros. Or here's, here's the winner. The Mason City Man Buns. There you go. The hey, I, Mason City Man Buns. I also vote for the Mason City Moes. If they all had cuts like Mo from the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. That bowl cut thing that he does. That yeah. Look and good. and finally, in honor of our one of our favorite guests on the SDR Triple Option podcast, Bald. There you go. The Mason City Bald. There you go. So here, here's my question. What do we know about the Mohawks? I mean, do we? Man Buns. We've, we've really had the Man Buns. Sorry. We really don't have any idea. Uh, what they're bringing to the table. Even Coach Ty said he, they've seen limited film on them. They sounds like they like to throw the ball, and that seems to have been their history. What, have you had a chance to watch any film on them? I did watch back their game against Fort Dodge. Uh, they led Fort Dodge 13 to seven at the half, so they're probably really feeling themselves. And it was 14 to 13 Fort Dodge after uh, the third quarter. Then Mason City kind of shot themselves in the foot, giving up a 63-yard run and uh, giving up a fumble that led to a short field for a Fort Dodge touchdown. So they lost 28-13 in their first game. And looking back at that game, one thing you notice right away, their quarterback, he's a junior, Cale Hobart, 6'2", 165 pounds. He started for them last year too, Randy. So we're seeing a kid that's got plenty of experience coming in here. Last year, he hit on 50% 50 exactly of his passes, 54 for 108, six touchdowns, seven interceptions. Now last week against Fort Dodge, 10 of 23, 161, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, He throws a really nice deep ball. Mason City likes to do a lot of hitch routes and like a lot of underneath things, but don't sleep on them because they will throw it over the top. Uh, kid's got a strong arm, really good arm. He's got really nice receivers. Best of the bunch, Carter Thomas. He's number one for them. 6'2", 190-pound senior wide receiver for them. He's going to be He's going to be the preferred target for Hobart. Also, you got Reed Johnson, three catches, 46 yards last week, and then Isaiah Washington. 
you know, I like my Washing- yeah. Washington. He's about 6'5". Yes, and uh, he caught. So there's one play where Hobart is rolling to his right, comes back to his left, and plants, takes one step, throws a 40-yard bomb to Washington in the corner of the end zone to give Mesa City the 13-7 lead in the first half. Really nice ball. We better have Pets watching him because Pets is about the only one who's going to have the ability to leap up there and – yeah. Deny somebody who's six five. Yep. Or uh, or you rely on your defensive line to uh, not ma- not no, leave him that, uh, comfortable that's, back that's there. That's what I'm open for. Is that because I've heard that their line isn't much to look at. No, I was going to say Which, that too. With our defensive front, could cause some problems for Mr. Hobart. Yeah, th- I was going to say that too, Randy. Both sides of the ball, they're not really all that impressive. I do like their running back, kid named Branson Peters. He's a senior, six one, 190. He doesn't get. A lot of work, which is unfortunate because he's got the frame and he runs hard enough to be a really good running back and sure not a lot of yard, a lot of yards for them. So maybe we'll see more of him this week. We don't know. He's also he's also one of the middle linebackers on their 34 scheme. He's a really good football player. Um, he's one kid to watch. And then when we're on offense, when I was watching them, remember how Sergeant Bluff Luton, they'd have Jake Emming. He'd be kind of that H-back, yeah. and he would lead you to every play. Well, Mesa City does the same thing. Number 33, Tyree Shamel. He's 6 foot, 190 pounds. He's going to lead you to every play. If he stands up to pass block, he's just a, basically a sixth offensive lineman. It's a pass. If he blocks one way or the other, that's what play the play is going. If he lines up at tight end, there's a good chance it's going straight ahead. If he splits out in the slot, there's a good chance that – it's going to be a passing play. So he's going to be one guy to look for in regards to where the play is going. And we know Coach Hook, he likes it, likes his tells. He likes his reads on what an offense is going to do. I, um, I, I'm anxious to see what our defensive ends do this week because if we've got a quarterback who likes to draw back and throw, you think they would, they would have a feast day mm-hmm. uh, with that kind of speed and size that they have getting back there and making some big plays. Yeah, and one thing we really want to do is we know they're going to throw a lot, so it'll be interesting to see if Coach Hook decides to come with a blitz and really get Hobart off his spot and really hopefully put him to the ground. But we want to avoid passing situations ourselves because against the game against Fort Dodge, when it was an obvious passing situation, that 34 defense, they were coming. And they were bringing a lot of exotic blitz packages and whatnot and be something really difficult to pick up. And it could be a long night for EJ if we get in those obvious passing situations. But also on the flip side of that, if you want to this, if you want to first and 10, second, eight, you know, all the rest. If you want to take some shots in the passing game, this is the week to do it because they're defensive backs. They play really soft coverage. Could be a good week to get uh, the ball out to your receivers quickly and hopefully let them make some make some noise and do some damage in the passing game. Where did Fort Dodge have their success against? They had their success against them. Kind of everything. Um, passing game, they broke off two kind of pretty nice long runs against them. Um, they forced Mason City into a few mistakes that they were able to capitalize on. It was honestly kind of a Kind of a sloppy game to watch all around. Um, just Fort Dodge just happened to win it, but Mason City could have easily won it. So an 0-1 team, we know they're uh, coming in hungry. Hungry, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of hungry, is there a meal before the game, Randy? I don't know. I haven't heard anything oh. yet, or I haven't seen anything yet. I'll keep my eye out. You know, my stomach's always rumbling. So. Oh, God, yeah. The, we figured the tail twisters will be doing something for us, I, right? Or for somebody everybody. or one of the local banks. Yeah. Or somebody's usually got something going on but, home games. But they're, they're going to be hungry coming in here. They see their district is very winnable, and they're fighting to get that, those top two seeds too so should be it'll be a heck of a challenge this quarterback he's he's a good player like you said Randy their line play is nothing to write home about it's actually pretty pretty bad but that quarterback's a good player 
Well, if we can keep the pressure on him, make him hurry his throws, we know we've got the ball hawks back there. Yep. He had two picks last week mm-hmm. against a very good Spirit Lake team. And that, those came when that quarterback was scrambling, having to get away from pressure. So if we can do that against Spirit Lake, we should be able to send the man buns with a long ride home. <laughs> Love it. On a loss. Mesa on City man buns. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back here as we look at some of the other games throughout the region. First Federal, Credit, First Federal Credit Union is proud to sponsor Spencer Tigers High School Athletics. We understand the hard work and dedication it takes for these students to succeed on the field or in the classroom. At First Federal Credit Union, we work hard every day to listen, solve problems, and are dedicated to finding ways to help you with your financial needs. From home loans to boat loans or auto loans, checking or even the best savings rates in town, we're here to help you achieve your goals. Learn more about First Federal Credit Union at firstfedcu.com or visit us at South Park Mall and go Tigers, member NCUA. The Average Joe, a hair salon for men on the go. Let Lisa take care of you and have you looking your best today. Be sure to stop in Wednesdays and receive $2 off your haircut. And we always have $2 off haircuts for members of the military. Open Tuesday and Thursday 9 to 6, Wednesday noon to 7, Friday 9 to 4, and Saturdays 9 to noon. Appointments recommended. Call or text Lisa at 712-580-3356. And take note of her new location. The Average Joe is now located at East East 5th Street in downtown Spencer. Stop in at Brown's Shoe Fit. We have a shoe for every occasion, whether you're looking for something business, a shoe to run in, work in, or just something casual. Every day, we look forward to helping you find the perfect pair for any purpose or occasion. That's Brown's Shoe Fit in downtown Spencer. Round up the crew and head over to the ranch. We offer something for everyone. Classic and ranch favorite pizzas, the country's best chicken, cactus bread, and more. It's all hot and fresh on Spencer's Best Buffet, delivered right to your door or carried out of our new carryout area. Our party room has space for 34, and our buffet your way guarantees that everyone gets what they want. Now offering take-and-bake breakfast pizzas. And don't forget, kids age 12 and under eat free buffet on Tuesdays. That's Pizza Ranch in downtown Spencer, open daily at 11 a.m. Doesn't that sound tasty? Ooh, a Pizza Ranch buffet, Randy. They're chicken. Mm. Ooh, that is a good bite, isn't it? Dive in. Oh, my good goodness. Good roasted chicken. Yeah. Northwest Iowa Bone, Joint, and Sport Surgeons. A department of Spencer Hospital has built a reputation per, for, for, for providing the best orthopedic care in Northwest Iowa and Southwest Minnesota. Starting with one physician and one office in 1977, we've grown to nine surgeons, three full-time offices, and one of our orthopedic surgeons is on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Our physicians provide total joint replacement, including direct interior total hip replacement, sports medicine, hand surgery, arthroscopic surgery, robot-assisted joint replacement, trauma surgery, and general orthopedic and foot and ankle services. Exceptional dependable local i hope i never have to get any of that done but if i do i know where to go oh 100 yes and uh tell them the sdr triple option podcast sent you randy hey everybody we're back now for our final segment of this week's sdr triple option podcast randy cothran tj murphy and it's time to take a look around the area of course in addition to the spencer hosting the uh, man buns this week from mason city uh, well, there's also several other games on the schedule of interest. TJ, want to take a little rundown through the lineup here? Yeah, I could do that. In Class 4A, District 1, Fort Dodge at Ames. Could be a good game. Yeah, could be a good Fort game. Fort Dodge off to a 1-0 start. Yeah, and Ames, I don't really know. I don't want to. I don't care about anything over in Ames. Don't care about Ames. No. Dennis and Schleswig, they had a nice win last week against Carroll. They're going to Council Bluffs Lincoln. That kind of makes you pause for a second because Dennison's been a little... 
down, but so is Carol. Yeah, yeah, they've actually been kind of down lately too. We haven't you seen know. them much lately. So. No, it's been uh, I think since like the Matt Finner years, maybe the last time we uh, saw them. I remember a game that we had a big old torrential downpour here. The game got delayed. Maybe the last time we saw them. We have a uh, a toilet bowl game next there, Randy Bishop Heelan at Lamar's. When, when did you ever think we'd say Bishop Heelan in a toilet bowl? Game? That's a great question. If I you're wondering no what idea. a toilet bowl game is, it's the one you just want to flush because that's basically you don't owe your money when you show up. And that's what this one will be. Uh, we got we got a dump truck game coming up. Storm Lake at OABCIG. Now, Randy, <laughs> OABCIG, the graduate Cooper DeGene, he's now a Hawkeye getting ready to play this Saturday. His little brother is a junior Beckett DeGene. He's going to step in and play quarterback. All he did last week was 373 pass. Excuse me. 373 pass yards, 104 rush yards, six touchdowns. Choked you up a little bit, didn't Yeah, no, no big deal. Uh, he'd look great in back, black and gold, too. Yeah. And, uh, and we got Boone at Webster City. Webster City be looking to get off the schneid there after getting smacked by Humboldt. If we had taps available, I'd play it right now. Just <laughs> like. Class 3A District 1, we have a potential game of the week. Sergeant Bluff Luton at Central Lion. Central Lion was our game of the week last week, and they ran into a a really good Boyd Hall Rock ripped. Valley team. They yeah, ripped. Uh, Carol at Gilbert, who cares? Uh, we got a, another potential game of the week. We got a, two potential games of the week here back-to-back. We're going to save one of them for our winner. The other one, a BHRV at Whole Western Christian. Kind of see what happens with that one, Randy. Yeah, the Battle of Sioux County over there. Two teams that, what, two years ago won state championship. Yeah. Or, or ni- so. 19, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, so I don't remember. Yeah. 19 or 18, they both won mm-hmm. state titles. So that could be a good showdown just depending on what's uh, going on over there. We got another dump truck game in Class 3A District 2. Garner Hayfield, Ventura at Humboldt. Uh, Caden Madsen last week, 15 of 16, 233 and five touchdowns. One incomplete pass. Huh? Yeah, That's that a pretty is. pretty nice game. That kid. Oh, my goodness. Class 2A District 1, West Lion at Esterville. Sneaky good game. South O'Brien at Sheldon. Okaboji at Sibley O'Cheaton. And then, Randy, we got another toilet bowl game for you. How could you not put Okaboji and Sibley O'Cheaton in the toilet bowl? Come on, man. I'm being nice. Come on, Randy. I'm being nice. Okay. But Cherokee at West Monona is a toilet bowl. That is 100% a toilet bowl. <laughs> Class 2A, District 2, we have a potential another dump truck game. Randy, when did you think I'd ever say this team getting dump trucked? Emmitsburg, they host Southeast Valley. I think they're going to get wrecked. Good. It could happen. I, You know, I really like to see the E-Hawks since they really aren't on our schedule mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. I'd like to see them turn things around over there just because the, the tradition they had for years was yeah. so strong. And now it's they were a like, great team. Yeah, there's nothing left. Mr. Producer's over there shaking his head. He has no interest in seeing this, but... <laughs> <laughs> He's old school. You got to like it. Yeah. Uh, we also got South Central Calhoun at Pocahontas and uh, Spirit Lake. We got to root for them now. It'd behoove us for them to keep winning, and I think they will over in Forest City. I think they'll take care of business over there. Yeah, because they're going to have a lot of those start. Well, I don't know if they get that. They probably aren't going to get those uh, back. I think they were out for two games. Uh, three, I think. Three? Okay. Yeah, so, so two more. But, so, but it'd be, yeah, I hope they keep rolling. It's only going to benefit us if they do. It looked like the players they had playing were perfectly uh, capable of, <laughs> of playing some good football. Class 1A District 1, Sioux Central. They battled a good South O'Brien team last week. Uh, took, took the loss 14-8. to Now they host Manson Northwest Webster. Class A District One, Lamar's Galen, who at Hartley Melvin Sanborn. Randy, did you see what West Sue did to Hartley Melvin Sanborn last week? I did not. Seventy-three twenty-one. Yeah, that's sad. West Sue though. I mean, my goodness. Well, that's because Coach Hokey's back over here. Now. Yes, he's back here and he's a Tiger. Again. And I think uh, West Sue is back. Uh, Akron Westfield at Alta Aurelia, Hinton at MMCRU, and then we'll go down to Eight Man. We have a another dump truck potential here. Remsen St. Mary's, the defending Eight Man champs at River Valley. That could be some ugly football. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn Ralston at, come on, baby, 
GTRA. 1-0, Randy. Woo! First win. 1-0. Yeah, I just want to back up. That Roots and St. Mary in River Valley game, there may be more fumbles than there are points. <laughs> well, for River Valley anyway, Rims and St. Mary is going to put up a crap ton. Yeah. West Bend Mallard at Fort Dodge St. Ed's. Northwood Kensett at Harris Lake Park. Harris Lake Park went down to Rims and St. Mary's last week, got taken care of. And then we have maybe the biggest dump truck maybe this season. Newell Fonda. Newell Fonda at Siouxland Christian. Oh, that's not going to be good. And then, and then, Randy, you're going to appreciate this. I have a new favorite team. You're about to have a new favorite team. Who's this? Easton Valley in eight-man. They played Don Bosco last week. They beat Don Bosco. They beat them, okay? So you're thinking, oh, 7-6, to 27-26, 60-14. Wow. Easton Valley beat Don Bosco Gilbertville 60-14. to So, Easton Valley, you are, you are now – one of our favorite teams, and we're thinking about calling this the SDR slash Easton Valley Triple Option Podcast. I don't even know where Easton Valley is. Couldn't tell you. It doesn't matter. All they right. beat the crap out of Don Bosco, and no one here hates hearing that. So, TJ, but for our game of the week, this week, Sioux Center and West Sioux. Hooking up over there in Sioux County, that's going to be a heck of a showdown. I'm curious to see what the score is going to be, whether it's a close or whether it's a super blowout. Well, and Randy, real quick, you asked for the rankings. I got them right here. West Sioux is number two and one A, and Sioux Center is number nine and three A. Yeah, so a good battle of ranked teams right out of the gate. So it'll be fun to watch. The SDR Triple Option Podcast Regional Game of the Week is brought to you by the Midwest Youth Football League. Third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade players developing a love for the game and life. 16 communities, two states, one motto. The Midwest Youth Football League, where winning is an attitude, not a score. Check them out at myfootball.org. Well, so we uh, talk about our football contest again this yeah, week. Let's we get had into a good that. enough time uh, doing Who that won last, last week. week? Um, well, Mr. Producer, so we were going to do something where we are going to list everyone that gets more games right than me, correct? I have them on this piece of paper right here. How many names are on this piece of paper that got more games right than me? 45. Uh, none. <laughs> none. None y'all beat me. I got 10 of the games right, and my Spencer Tigers could have made it 11 for 11. So who is the next close? Um, I don't recall the names, to be honest, but they didn't beat me, <laughs> so I ain't mentioning them. I, they already got their phone call. Okay. They already know how they did, but... They Zero. Gotta, they got to beat you to get on here. Huh? The, you got to beat me to get on here. And right now, none ya. None ya have done it. Gotta, someone's got to beat him because his ego is going to swarm. Through the roof until one of y'all beat me. And okay. I don't see it happening. So real quick, Randy, I'm going to read these games off. Okay. And you're going to tell me who won. Randy, last year you got seven out of 11. Did I? So you passed the test, but eh, like a D. Okay, eh. yeah, I'll take it. Mason City at Spencer. Oh, it's Spencer all the way. Spirit Lake at Four City. I agree with you, by the Spirit way. Spirit Lake. I agree with you. Sergeant Bluff Luton at Central Lion. Sergeant Bluff. I agree with you. Uh, Esterville at West Lion. I'm going to go with Esterville. I think they're on a roll. I'm going to go West Lion. Storm Lake at O-A-B-C-I-G. <laughs> okay, we're going to go with Alphabet Soup on this one. Me too. Helen at Lamar's in the Toilet Bowl, the... <laughs> I'm going to give the edge to Helan here just because they got an old an old coach back. Uh, and I know Lamar's has just been stinking up the joint, so I'm going to go with wow. Helan. Oh, stinking up the joint in the toilet bowl. Oh, wow. Yeah. We'll play on words. I like yeah. that. I'm going to go with Helan also. Sioux Center at West Sioux in the MYFL Regional Game of the Week. I'm going to go with West Sioux. <sighs> Me too. Um, Glidden Ralston at Mike Titans. Don't you do it. Oh, actually, no. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, Glid, I'll, Glid. Take, I'll take your Titans. They yeah. Were last week. Yeah. GTRA. Let's go. Harley Melvin Sanborn at Lamar's Galen. 
I'm going to go with Hartley out of just local loyalty. I am too, and I think they'll they'll right the ship. They played a really good West Sioux team last week. Southeast Valley at Emmitsburg. Ooh. Game, I have no idea. I'm going to go with Emmitsburg, just hoping they can. Southeast Valley. I think they're going to mollywop them. Do you? And then finally, Manson Northwest Webster at Sioux Central. Um. Let's go with Sioux Central this week. Ditto. I agree with you. I think we only disagreed on one game. That's not bad. Yeah, not not bad. Let's see if I can get you this week. (laughs) So, well, TJ's wadding up the paper. You know what that means. It's time to get going. Spencer Tigers hosting Mason City uh, Man Buns on Friday night, 7 p.m. at the Dale. We'll see you out there. Thank you to Justin Thomas, our producer. On behalf of the Murph, I'm Randy Cothran. We'll see you next week on the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Make sure to look for us live during the game on Friday before, during halftime and after, as well as tune in for the Facebook page over the weekend for uh, TJ's breakdown and, of course, the Coach's Corner. The SDR Triple Option Podcast is brought to you by First Federal Credit Union, the Average Joe Hair Salon for Men, the Spencer Municipal Golf Course, Pizza Ranch, Northwest Iowa Bone Joint and Sports Surgeons, Northwest Bank, Mr. B's Flooring, Nelson Jewelry, South Park Mall, Vertical Marketing, High V, Squire Shop, State Bank, Brown's Shoe Fit, Black Hills Energy, My FL, Ascend Staffing, Fairway, and the Spencer Tail Twisters. Special thank you to the SHS Tiger Marching Band for providing the music. Thanks for listening. We will talk with you again next week on the SDR Triple Option Podcast.